On this week's Boag World, we discuss using Evernote in your workflow, keeping up to date, and when to learn responsive design. Hello and welcome to BoagWorld.com, the podcast for all those involved in designing, developing and running websites on a daily basis. My name's Paul Boag and joining me today is... Marcus Lillington. Oh, you've made me feel all nostalgic. Well, I, think I've st- I stopped doing it because you've included it in the theme tube. So no, they, I haven't. We've is. had this conversation. It does. About it's definitely there. It's definitely... Boag not, World. It's oh, that's there, but not the... Yeah, I thought it is. No. I'm sure it is. That's spooky. No, I need to not. listen to an old old weeks now. I don't believe you. You lied <laughs> to me. You always lie to me, Mark. Cause you never tell me the truth. <laughs> yeah, like uh, life's going to be really easy. Um, oh. Finding a new office. That's gonna oh, be simple. It's going to be so talk about that. simple, Paul. It's, oh, <laughs> we've got to leave the barn, yeah. which sucks because they're turning it into residential accommodation, and our landlord is a very nice person in case he's listening <laughs> uh which he never would do because he doesn't know what a computer is so that's fine um yeah so we've got to move and yes. we're having huge problems not finding an office there are lovely not a lot of offices out there it's trying to find somewhere that is central for everybody and is not a pain in the ass and i hate it mm. i hate it it's horrible because i know that i'm going to upset somebody and i hate upsetting people i just want everyone to love me I'm going to blame you. <laughs> blame me. You can be the baddie. <laughs> you want to go central Winchester, don't you? Which uh, would be very not pretty and nice. And I was completely coffee shops fine with the idea of not going there. We're having this conversation again on the podcast. Fair enough. Um, keep but I got there and thought, oh, it's not all the, you know, the coffee shops and the pubs and restaurants, all lovely, lovely. Uh, and then I, I realised that the offices were nice and they weren't too expensive. And there is endless parking, but you just have to pay for it. Yeah. So, yeah. It's the commute, isn't it? That's the that's the that's what it all comes down to. Yeah, and we all live in different places. Yes, because so, being being in the central in a city like that it would create good buzz, and maybe we could create a little web design community. I wonder if there is a web design community in Winchester. Of course, there is. I bet there isn't. I bet there is. Southampton's where all the cool kids go. Betcha, 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 there is. Well, then we'll start one. <laughs> there will be by the time we're done. Yeah. So it's very difficult. Because we've decided we don't want to be out in the sticks anymore because we like, you know, things like mobile signals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we like electricity. Access. Yeah, I know. It's great. I Funny mean, that. Yeah, that's, that noise, that's me working the pedal. <laughs> so there we go. So, I'm yes. trying to find the... Con- Sorry, I'm, I'm being distracted because I'm trying to find today's questions and failing so, miserably. So perhaps... So, so it doesn't matter. They've changed anyway. anyway uh, okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll deal with them. Although one of the names I don't want to pronounce. Bogart. He's got a surname Bogart. How cool is that? <laughs> Don't seriously. <laughs> anyway, well, maybe I'll find it. Um, yeah, I, let's let's have a poll from the listeners. What? Where we should? Move? Where should we go? <laughs> should we go to a super swanky, very posh? Um, what is essentially a business park, isn't it? There's no polite way of saying it. Correct. Yeah. Um, which is super swanky and all looks modern and has got lots of glass and 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 coffee places and and pods to work in and it's all very arsy 
um, which has ample parking and is an easy commute? Or do we go into the centre of Winchester to somewhere a little bit more bohemian, mm-hmm. bohemian, and it's got coffee shops mm-hmm. and, you know, you can go into the high street and go chow to mm-hmm. people. <laughs> um, uh, but has got a difficult commute into yeah. the centre of town. Yeah. Depends whether you want to be in the beating heart of Winchester. I don't know. Is there a, is there a beating heart? Does it still beat? Don't yeah. you go to Winchester to die? Oh, no, that's Bournemouth. Is <laughs> I don't know. That's where people go to die, Bournemouth. It's like an elephant graveyard like, like for old people. Yeah, same yeah. sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. go to the coast to die. <coughs> um, sounds lovely. Winchester. Well, not dying bit, anyway. But, it's, you know, Winchester, it's got, you know, a lot of history. It used to be the capital of Britain. It did. And various other things that I can't think cathedral. of. cathedral. They do have a cracking cathedral, not as good as Salisbury Cathedral. I don't know. But Salisbury Cathedral has the Magna Carta. <laughs> it's a very, very tall cathedral, Salisbury. Pointy, yeah. A pointy one. A pointy one. Whereas this is more of your kind of minster, big, wide thing. Yeah, yeah. which is quite nice. They're both quite nice. I love Winchester, actually. Mm. It would be quite nice in some ways. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Marcus, <laughs> I am so torn. <sighs> it would be easy for clients. You just want to go to Winchester. No, You're so biased. I'm you don't easy. care about our I'm employees. Completely easy. You don't care about our employees. Yeah, I do. I do a bit. Not much. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do really. So hopefully we'll make a decision I'm before we get thrown out of here. Oh, you are, aren't you? I hate just you. thought I'd throw that one. Oh, in. I so hate you. Where are you going? I'm going to Tenerife. Oh, I hate you even more. To Puerto de la Cruz. Which I've been to many times before. <coughs> I'm going me. to Bath. I'm going to Bath as well. Are you? Yes, I'm seeing you on Thursday evening. Oh, you're coming as well now Thursday evening? Yeah. I thought you weren't. Yeah, yeah, because Chris can't. So I'm going, well, speaking at probably the most exciting sounding conference you will ever hear, the Institutional Web Managers Workshop. Mm-hmm. Damn, that sounds sexy, doesn't it? It does. It's for, for kind of higher education, public institution type things. And it is actually a really cool conference. It's one of my favouritest conferences. Well, we have a, a very big laugh every yeah. time. The great thing about it is it's filled with bitter and twisted <laughs> in-house web, web teams, teams yeah. that, that want nothing more than just to get drunk and commiserate with one another. And it's great fun. I really enjoy it. It is. They're yes. such a good bunch. But we're... Um, we're uh, we're sponsoring a do on Thursday evening, and I thought, Ooh, yeah, we are, I thought we? it would be good to. That's go very on. unusual to yes. get people to part <laughs> our money. Well, we don't, do we? We don't normally not, sponsor not things very often. No, no. But some things are, are worth it, and this is one of them. Yeah. So yeah, but after that, I'm going on holiday. <sighs> I hate you. Yeah, I was going to say I used to go there loads. My father-in-law had a, a timeshare, so when our kids were little and we were poor. He always used to say, go and use the timeshare. So we went out there from when the kids were like little babies. And then he sold the timeshare because they were the, basically the building, a big tall building. It was one of the original hotels actually on, on the island. Um, they turned it into apartments and the deal was too good. So he sold it when they were, I don't know, 11 and 12, our kids, or 10 and 12. We haven't been back since. So we're going back with ah. the kids and their boyfriends and girlfriends. Mm. So um, I may need a holiday after after I come back. I, I, <laughs> I think a large amount of alcohol could be consumed. Yes. Yeah, mum and dad will be going to bed early. No yeah, question. Yeah, I bet. Yes. Anyway, that sounds very good. I'm very envious of you. Mm-hmm. I desperately want two weeks off now. Well, I've only got a week. 
that's not long enough, don't think. I don't think it will be either. It'll be like, probably, be, boom, I'm off and I'm back again. Yeah. I'll be back in here, in this room, talking in this microphone. I know. <laughs> but, and as it is, we've had, it's the old thing, in it? Whenever you go away, you've essentially got a, a squeeze. You don't get time off. All you do is take the time of when you're away and then squeeze it into normal work hours. It's like mm. we've had to record an extra podcast because you're away. Yeah. Which I feel like every five minutes at the minute, we're sitting down and doing a podcast. But it's true, though. I mean, all right, I've got the rest of this week and I'm going to be doing lots of documents trying to finish this finish that but then i will we fly back i think i arrive on the 6th of july mm. in the evening which is probably after this podcast has gone out yeah probably before, no anyway it's going out um, oh i don't know when it's going out who cares anyway it doesn't matter but and then i'll have a sunday and then i'll be back and the first thing no doubt on that monday morning i'll be in here recording the podcast yeah <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. and do our listeners appreciate us hell no <laughs> no they don't bastards they don't. to a man <laughs> All six. Of I them. beeped out my my f word last week. Good, which made which made Good. me laugh as I was recording it Actually, so much. It makes it even <laughs> funnier beeping it out, doesn't yeah. it? Really, that's yes. kind of better. I, had, I was having fun. Good. With my editing tools. Yay. Right. Sure. I, I've got some I've got some good questions this week, so I really want to get into them if we can. I'm actually squeezing in two questions for the price of one. Okay. Bargain. So I don't know whether whether this. No, it's going to bore you. There's no way around it, Marcus. I'm, Which one is it? You've changed I, all the questions. I'm talking... No, no, I've only changed the last one because oh, I okay. realised we'd already done it. Um, we're talking about Evernote. Uh, I like the idea of Evernote. We've talked about it before on the podcast, so I don't want to spend too long on it. But well, we ba- did it in the app series, didn't we? Yeah, we did. The reason I'm coming back to it is a question... Is uh, This is the two-in-one question. Okay. Um, which is from... Well, have you got the questions in front of you? I have I'll let one. you read them, because this, this is, is your from- thing. I don't want to kind of tread on your toes. <laughs> I know this is your moment to shine, so... so I look forward to this every I know week. You, do. You, you know how much of it. Yeah? It got me down, down this morning, on this Monday morning. Now we're in Monday afternoon. Anyway, Gary Watson. Yes. Not sure if this is apt for podcast or not, the podcast or not, but curious to know if you use Evernote for project slash task management. If so, how? Good question, Gary. Good question. I like I like that question. Thank you, Gary. See, I'm <laughs> starting to encourage our listeners because too many people say we're rude about the people that send in questions. We? Me. <laughs> um, so, Gary, great name, strong name, like it, like it. And uh, good question. <laughs> what good, beautiful British name? Be- beautiful British name. Yeah, absolutely. Gary Watson. That is a beautiful British name, no doubt about it. Gary. Um, yes. Yeah. Well, no, we don't use Evernote for project slash task management. What's the next question? No, no, it's a lie. <laughs> That's a lie, liar, pants are on fire. <laughs> we do. Marcus doesn't. So well, <laughs> we, I gotta say, we are we are badly ad hoc, aren't we? With our project management tools i think different people have, have got different recently favorites. made a decision to go back to base camp as the best of the many evils out there yes we have tried many tools mm-hmm. we have tried Basecamp, indeed mm-hmm. we have tried what was that awful one jira yeah still use that um that's the trouble we still <laughs> use all of them because it's got jira if you've got a really complicated custom uh, development project it is the best one for Shared tasks. Like I've done this Bug bit. Tracking I, I need kind to of pass thing. it on to so and so. Whereas Basecamp does do that, but it's a bit clunky. Yeah. But Jira is just clunky. It is <laughs> damn ugly. It is damn ugly. Yeah. And we tried Trello as well. Trello. Yeah. Trello. You think it's good? It but looks it's not. It's really looks really cool on the surface, <laughs> yeah. but actually, 
it, it's <laughs> quite limiting. It's I, great for tasks, but then you can't do anything other than tasks. Yeah. And even try, that, Well, you can do things like saving documents associated with tasks, but it's kind of like, I don't know where it is. Um, yeah. And the, the view to it isn't, it doesn't make sense and and things like that. So if you're painting your your bedroom, say yes, brilliant. Yes, it's the best tool there is. But if you've got to do anything slightly more complicated than that, then yeah. I don't like it. And then, so I had this brainwave, didn't I? You did. Of I thought now Evernote have instigated um, tasks and reminders and things like that. Let's move everything into Evernote and get business for Evernote. Yeah, have to say I was bitterly disappointed. I, I thought it was going to solve all. I thought it was going to have the kind of wiki-like capabilities of Jira, mm-hmm. the base camp capabilities for managing tasks and, tre- you know, the kind of Trello tasks-y things. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was going to be a big improvement over basic um, Evernote. Mm-hmm. Turned out it really wasn't. It, to me, it feels like um, Evernote for business has just kind of been, oh, we've got to make some money. Yeah, put some bis- put business on it. Yes, charge and then charge a lot. Yeah. yeah. So they so essentially the only difference as I can see it between business and normal is that you can um, share you can create a, a repository of documents, which um, is a good thing. Which is good, yeah. No, that was my favourite. Basecamp, you can yeah. yeah, you can create a repository of document. Anybody can go in and sign up to any of those repositories that they want to be kept up to date on. Um, the other things you get more space than you do on any of the others, um, which to be honest, isn't that big a deal. Cause if you have the Evernote professional, you get a gig a month and I've never got anywhere near to that. Um, another thing that they've got is that the business notes that you create are owned by the business. So if you leave those notes are all yours. No, they're all the companies. Um, uh, But also, you can nicely separate your personal notes from your work notes and that kind of stuff. But um, it... So it would make... It's great for storing documents in. It's great for um, managing assets related to stuff. So, you know, I wrote recently wrote a podcast... uh, Sorry, a blog post on Evernote um, and shared how I, you know, use it. Um, So I'll put a link in the show notes to that. So it's a great thing for putting inspiration library and facts and figures that you might want reference in a proposal, um, you know, previous proposals, blog posts. It's great for storing that kind of information. And it works really well as a wiki. You can join pages together and that kind of stuff. Where it sucks and where it can't really be used as a project management is with tasks. Yes, you can do tasks, but you cannot, you can only assign tasks to notes, not to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is a fundamental problem if you work in teams. If you don't work in teams, absolutely fine. I think you could easily use Evernote as your one-stop project management tool to keep all of your notes, all of your tasks, all your files, all your contact information, everything relating to a project could all be kept in Evernote quite easily. As soon as you add multiple people into it, it falls apart because you can't assign tasks to various people. Does it do messages? Because that's the best thing about Basecamp. What what do you mean by messages? Give me an example. You uh, say if I've um, uh, I've got a, a thing that I want to discuss with the client that's about the project, um, and there's not already a current thread on its threads, basically. Yeah, uh, I can create a new one, and and I can assign who I want to be emailed to say go and look at this message, mm, and they yeah. just click on it via their email, pops up in the browser. 
type in their reply yeah and you get a nicely threaded thing. Got you. You can sat, uh, and you can attach documents to it yeah it's the best no. thing about basecamp by quite a long way. I mean, you can send emails to base camps. You can have that threaded conversation with in emails and have an e- email address copied <laughs> in on it, which, so that anything replies to goes into base uh, into Evernote. Evernote yeah. But it's not as good as the messages in Basecamp. Mm. It's it's not. It's. A, I mean, the, you know, Evernote sell this as you know. Remember everything. It's a repository of information. Yeah, and the it's files, not a project management tool. The I files don't think. section of Basecamp isn't very good. You can't categorize things. It's all just in kind of. It's on the date you, you know, uh, uploaded it to the system. Yeah, you can yeah. search on stuff, but it's it's you know being able to categorize. You probably can categorize files in Basecamp, but I, it, to me, it's just one long list. Yeah, and obviously, if you've been doing a project for two years, there's a lot of stuff in yeah. there, and it's not that easy to find stuff. And I would think Evernote's probably better for it that. is. It is much better at that kind of thing. Mm. I mean, it brings me on to the second question. I'm going to kind of do a two in one. Okay. Um, how did you say his name? Go on. Uh, Raushan Farjan, we've we seen him, him before. Yeah, yes. he's in episode 13, which is next week. Oh, blimey. Because we're recording in the wrong order. Because for some reason, I thought that'd be a good idea. Okay. I don't know why. So he's on next week. Here's a tip. Wow. You know, a preview even. <laughs> Shall I read it? Yeah, go on. I'd love a self-hosted way to tag slash categorize client images so that any team men- member can search for them later. Evernote. Is a perfect example of dealing with that. You can clip images off the web. You can um, use the. You can drag and drop images in. You can email yourself images. Great, easy way to bring them all together. You can tag them to your heart's content. You can put them in notable um, multiple notebooks. You can share that with as many team members as you want. Um, And it's perfect for that. Absolutely perfect. And that's exactly how I use it. Um, uh, and it's yeah, flawless. And it, it, you can have share, put that, make that public online if you want to. Um, really, is an exceptionally good way for doing that. There are other tools out there, but a lot of the other tools um, are either hosted online. Um, which I find, I mean, he talks about self-hosting. Um, you know, obviously with Evernote, what they're doing is downloading it onto your local machine, which I find so much better if you're wanting to work through a lot of images. And, you yeah. know, if they're online, it can get really painful. So there are services online, but I'm not a great fan of those. There are other services like Little Snapper, for example, which you can keep stuff online, uh, sorry, offline, but they can't be shared easily between multiple people. You can't share a whole library with other people very easily. Um, there are uh, there are some other tools that I've cho- used over the years, but this is by far the best, in my opinion, especially now you've got Skitch um, integration into it all as well. Um, that enables you to add stuff even more easily. So I really, really recommend that. Works treat. Do that. So Evernote's got its place, but it's not a project management tool. It's a re- document repository, I think, is the best way of thinking about it. Hmm. Um, and once you kind of see it as that and you use it as that, then it's great. Only exception to that is if you work by yourself, in which case certainly use it for project management as well um, because you can put as many tasks in there as you want. So maybe we should use Evernote Business in conjunction with Basecamp. Absolutely, we could do, but I, I was just trying to reduce costs, I think. Well, and quite trying like the idea of having a shared repository. Yeah. I mean, it is not. I'm not mm. saying we shouldn't go back to it, but... It didn't do what I thought it was going to do. Um, so, so you I dumped get, it. So I dumped it. Mm-hmm. I, I did dump it for other reasons as well, which okay. is that it, it, for me, because I'm such a heavy Evernote user, it kind of just screwed with the things I liked about Evernote. So it does things like um, you can't you can't put 
um, business notes. There, it's stuff in the repository. Can't be organized into folders, which sucks. Um, things like um, if you're using it on iOS, your business notebooks are all separated out separately. So you might have nicely filed them away in your system on your Mac. Mm. And it goes, I'm going to ignore all of this and I'm just going to mm. arrange them however the hell I want. Uh. Then there's the, the whole, okay, I accept this is OCD on my part. <laughs> um, but I have my way of tagging things. I like to tag things in certain ways. And then you come along and you don't tag like I do. In fact, you probably don't even bother tagging. In fact, to be honest, if you don't bother tagging, that's better. <laughs> Because I can then go in and oppose my tags on your notes. But it's it's people like, say, if me and Pete did it, where he uses Evernote as well, and he has his tagging system, and my tagging system won't match his, and then we would have tag war, and it would end <laughs> in blood and violence, and it would all be bad. You and do have tag rugby. Out. Tag rugby is a thing. Is it? It is. And it's what little kids play. Oh. And they have, like, little labels sticking out. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've played that. Yeah. You've played it? Yeah. Really? Don't forget, you're I, old. I I, I, <laughs> I played tag rugby as an adult. Really? Yes, because <laughs> we, we played variations of tag rugby um, when I did my youth group. Oh, okay. We actually, our tag rugby maybe didn't work quite like, like so your you, physical contact was allowed, and so it ended up people pinning each other down on the ground trying to get off the tags, <laughs> and then we ended up in hospital. Okay. One of the many occasions <laughs> when I was running that youth group when we ended up on hospital. The worst injury, right? This is ridiculous. We went out to building um, camps, you know, mm-hmm. like cut down trees and all this kind of stuff. And they had knives and it was like, oh, shit, this, we're going to end up in the hospital. This is so bad. And we'd taken one minibus as well, so we couldn't even just take one person off. So we gave them the lecture, you know, must not. You know, mm-hmm. Go on and on and on. And they were. They were being really good, so careful with these blowing eyes and then some girl grabbed hold of a leaf and pulled and it just sliced right through her hand <laughs> blood everywhere and it just cut right through her hand. i've never seen something do that to somebody's hand before a common razor leaf it was yeah it was something you know it was like made of razor blades and so we all had to give up we were only there about half an hour and then we had to turn around and all go back to casualty so it was a complete mess Anyway, we don't care about that. So, yeah, Evernote, not good for project management, great document repository. Leon Bogart. There's a name. Wow. That's not a British name. No. That's not a good British that's name. That's not a beautiful British name. But how cool a name. <laughs> I would so love to be called Bogart. Although I bet you get called Bogey like, like what I like, did. Like you do. I did. Was. Yeah, the people don't tend to call me anymore. I, de- I was highly disappointed that when you were on the telly proper, they called you Mr. Bogue. And he got it correct. He was right. It's me that's wrong. Yeah, but you should have said to him, this is how I like to, you to pronounce my name. No, I said you can pronounce it either way. <sighs> I don't care. <sighs> It's all my granddad's fault. I've told this story before, <laughs> yeah, haven't I? Yes. Yeah. So he was perfectly correct, called me Bogue. Okay, fair enough. I think it was fine. Would you like me to read out what Leon yeah. has to say? Go for it, Leon. Leon has to says. Has to says. Good English there. Well Excellent. done. How do you keep a company as a whole up to date with new technologies? With always limited time and strict deadlines, I don't dare to use big new technologies for a project. Every new technology I've learned, I have done in my spare time. I can't ask my colleagues to make that same sacrifice, but I have a fear that we as a company are getting behind. Good question. Mm. 
That really is a good question. Not that not that I'm implying Gary's wasn't really a good question. <laughs> I'm just saying that I think, you know, Gary's question was good. This is a scale above good. Excellent. <laughs> That's what it is. It's an excellent Just leave, leave the quality of the question alone. Should or, I? Have I ever done that? Have move I on to it? the content of the question. So it was a good question. <laughs> no, he... Um, it's all right. The, yeah, <laughs> when I say it's a good question, what I'm doing is stalling while I try and work out what the answer is. Okay, well, obviously, I've already got it. Okay, go uh, on then. Um, listen to the Boag World podcast. That's how I've kept up to date with technology over the years. It and is it's how you've done it. Right. It does, it does work <laughs> to a degree, but... Um, because it forces you to research, and then I have to sit here and listen to it all. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> so you're encouraging uh, basically everybody to set up um, their own podcast. No, nope, uh, just listen to, to this one. Oh, right, okay. That's fair enough. There you go. No, I, <laughs> I think that's a shit idea. Um, it's a, it, I was going to say it was a good question again. <laughs> okay, how can I answer this question without commenting on its goodness? I, I, for me, it's something you have to make time for. Um, and you have to set aside some time for people to learn stuff. Now, that is difficult. Um, and we have tried various approaches over the years. We have tried um, kind of Friday afternoons we, and all kinds of different things. None of, like our little show and tell session. Yeah, they were good. What to those? Well, it, 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 yeah, it, we could do it, it doing that again. We could do that because, again now. Yeah, it did have its day. Is that something you can't do? I think we just did it once a month. Yeah, is it every week? I can't. No, remember. once a month. Was it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't think it was. Okay. It was more often than that. But right. anyway, so you kind of ran out of ideas, didn't yeah. you? It's like, oh, this is, I can't decide what to do. It's oh, Maybe we did it every fortnight. But anyway, um, I reckon we should do that again. Maybe. Because that did work well, where people mm. could come in and do a show and tell of something they'd learned, and we had prizes and stuff mm. like that. And we did a um, an afternoon a week or a couple of hours a week. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Um, that worked for a little while. Um, something else that we've done, we just sent me an email around this morning is saying, you know, if anybody wants to be signed up for Treehouse, um, then they can do that. So that's another option. Link in the mm-hmm. show notes to Treehouse. Um, we have had in the past, um, conference budget so that, you know, you know, encouraging people to go and spend their conference budget and attend a conference. Yep. I have to say my nothing beats actually building stuff on real projects. Um, and you say that you, you're worried about you don't dare use big new technologies for a project. I think you need to have the guts to go for that sometimes. Um, now, that may mean that you exceed um, the budget that you agreed with the client and that you have to swallow some of the price mm, of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you talk about you know limited time and strict deadlines well i think those often those are up for negotiation especially if you say to a client look there's this new technology we really want to try we haven't done it before we're not going to charge you for doing it on this project you know would you stretch the deadline a little bit to accommodate that i think that will work um there it's just using it for real and having a specific thing to try out on makes such a difference i think doing stuff in the abstract will only get you so far and um it's until you've got real deadlines and real pressure and real requirements to deliver that you really get to know something Mm. um so you know i would encourage you to leave a little bit more time in your projects even you know add a little bit more in budget if you if you can do to to allow you to experiment and do some of these things i don't think there's any better way of doing it really um the other thing that I would advise, and this is scary, 
but we've done mm-hmm. it now a couple of times, which is just decide that's the way you're going to do it. You know, one day we decided we were going to build with web standards mm. and we just swapped overnight, didn't we? Basically, every we new project we built with web standards, we decided we were going to build every website responsive. Yep. And it just was the way we did things. And yes, we lost money for a while um, when we tried to do that because it's a painful process to make that switch. Um, but you know with crucial new technologies that are becoming a big deal i think that is really the only way you can do it is just jump in and commit yourself um and you know sometimes you're going to fail over that and sometimes you're going to get that wrong and you're going to commit yourself to the wrong thing and you then have to change your mind and you have to dig yourself out of that hole but i you know i think it takes bravery and i think that's one of the um Uh, one of the most important things to progress is having bravery and not being afraid to fail uh, faced with new technologies. I feel this overwhelming desire to once again quote Winston Churchill that I always do about successes going from failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. And, and, you know, it's so true. You have to, you have to fail. You have to be willing to fail and, and and try a new technology and go tits up. Mm. Um, And, you know, you might go, Oh, well, you know, I can't, I can't risk take risks on client projects, and I can understand that. Um, but as long as you're willing to clear up your own mess when you screw it up, um, uh, and when there's a potential for a client to end up with something even bigger and even better if you succeed, then then I think that's fine. And you know, and and talk to the client up front about it. You know. Oh yeah, definitely. And if they seem nervous, then, then don't do it. Do it. do it with another client instead. But I think as long as you're willing to take the consequences if it goes wrong, then they're, they're oftentimes are open to, you know, to, to doing something new. Don't got, you agree, Marcus? I do. I've also got a joke. What do you call a woman who throws her bills on the fire? Why are we doing a joke now? Because I just picked it up. What do you call a woman that throws bills on the fire? Bernadette. <laughs> Put it down. Put it down and step so away from it. You're not so in, many jokes, and all of which are terrible. Why is I quite that, like that one? And why is that <laughs> even up here? So yes, see, you weren't at all engaged with that whole segment because you were looking through your notebooks. Oh, no, no, you no. just don't care, this, Leon. This is an important question to Leon. You could have just answered it. Yeah, just do it. There you go. Done. Move on. So, but it's that <laughs> lack of detail. You know, this might be a big turning point in Leon's business. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, the other thing I think to say, you know, if you're the boss, then you need to make time for your staff to be able to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, his biggest concern was that they were they were lagging behind. Well, if you if you're really concerned, then you might do something about it. Yeah, I mean, what you've got to do is you've got to say, you know, what is the primary asset for any web design business? It's the people. You know, and what is Mm. so you have to invest in those people, and you have to invest in their skills. And yes, that. You know, that is a big cost, but it's a cost that you have to bear. You know, things move too fast in the web. And I've seen too many web design companies falter and die because they basically become irrelevant. You also need to consider these people's careers. You know, they're going to, you know, I know of people that we used to work with in town pages, you know, before we we set up Headscape. Town pages. I know. I know. That's a long time ago. (laughs) You know, and they're still turning out the same code that they were back then, and, mm. and they're never going to get a proper job as a web designer now. Mm. So you've got a commitment to your staff to honour there as well. So I think we've ranted on about that long enough. Yep. Should we talk about what 
Chris has got to say. So, yes, as I said, our final question is from Chris. Chris Trober, I think. Trober. Trober. Maybe. Maybe. We don't know. But it is Chris with a K. Oh. European, Not I reckon. a beautiful British name, yes. Euro- European. <laughs> beautiful, what name do we reckon? Chris. Chris with a K? Um, Germany? Danish. Danish. I don't know. Beautiful Danish name. <laughs> yeah. There we go. We've just decided <laughs> whether you're Danish or not. No. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. Oh, question. Yeah, I can't read the question. What's the question? Because I haven't got it. I'm so not with it. I can't read it. Right. I'm starting to learn web design. Good for you. Good career choice. Good career choice. Courage you. Courage you lots. We're encouraging our listeners today. Good career choice. You be a web designer. <laughs> you can do it. Live the dream, Chris. Live the dream. Um, do I need to start learning mobile first responsive design even as a beginner or can I wait a bit? Good that you know about responsive design. I'm encouraging you about the well, obviously well read. Maybe listen to a great podcast that's helped you. <laughs> that might be it. Yeah, that will be it. So do you need to learn responsive design out of the gate? Do you know I included this question? Because you don't know. Because I don't know. Mm. They're the work questions I like. Yes. Don't want to answer questions you know. Because I don't know the answer It's not an either. obvious answer to um, it. Uh, yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> See, what's, what's, because it's a really good question. It's not the kind of question I ever had to worry about. Mm. I think, it, it, I went backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards when I was trying to think of an answer to this, which always is a sign of a good question in my view. Is this a good, is this an even better it, question than the last uh, question? I don't know. No, I quite like last one. Uh, you know, I think uh, last one was more practical for, okay. for the majority of my listeners. Maybe fewer of them are just learning for the first time. True. So it's more of a niche question. Doesn't mean it's not as good. But basically, the answer is yes, they should learn it. Is that what you settled on? Yep. That's what I settled on as well. Why did you settle on it? Because it's part of the thang now. The thang. So, therefore, it's part of what you should be doing as a web designer. Therefore, it's just part of it. So you should be learning it. Okay, let me play devil's advocate. I did settle and agree on the same answer. Mm -hmm. But what went through my head is, do you need that extra level of uh, complications when you're starting out? It's just part of what you're learning. Yeah. If you want to get into which module you should learn first, calling them in a, using educational terms, then I don't know. But it should be part of what you're learning. I think, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, you start by learning just how to code a, an HTML document where that is, by default, responsive. And this is where I kind of came to it, that, that, yeah, you do need to learn it straight out because what i think you would then do after you've you've coded an html page you know how to code an html page that is responsive the idea is you keep things being responsive you don't break what you've already built mm. so as you layer then css on top of it you build a response not a responsive website but a fluid website that would just expand and contract to know to whatever size that you want yeah um uh, and then you layer on top of that your breakpoints, which are the kind of first part of responsiveness. And then, then once you've added the breakpoints in, then you've got to start going in and going, okay, so what am I going to do about this navigation that doesn't work below a certain size, etc. Yeah. So, yes, I think you are right. It's interesting that out of your huge ignorance, you came to the right, right answer, Marcus. That is what, well done, you. What do you think you can draw from that then, Paul? The, the, I'm very the, intelligent. No, I there just. There you go. I, I, no, I, I draw that you have been an intentive. Lucky. Student, no, an intentive student. That you, as the the Padawan, and me as the master, you have learnt from me over the years. Yes, Paul. That's and, exactly what it is. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. No, Chris. I think that's the way you should go. 
put code yourself an HTML page, right? Once you've coded yourself an HTML page, then make your website and make it fluid. So in other words, make it so that as you expand and contract the browser, everything still works in it. You'll get stuck when you come to images, right? And what you then need to do is make sure you don't define the width and the height of the image in the HTML. Take out the width and the height that you define in the HTML and define it instead in your CSS. So your images will now scale. Um, then what you need to do is start adding in breakpoints, right? So those breakpoints are using your media queries, which you can look up easy enough. Um, and you can set your media queries um, for where, don't worry about the different devices, just put in a media query where your design starts looking shit, right? <laughs> so that could be as you scale up bigger, eventually your line lengths start getting really long. All right, and you might think, oh, you know, that line length's getting too long to read. What I need to do is mo break it into two columns. All right, so put in a breakpoint then in your media queries and break it into multiple columns. Equally, as you scale down, you might go, oh, you know, this this um, you know image, sorry, this uh, this text is too narrow now. You know, I need to make it one column instead of two and mm. so on and so on. And the same with images. When an image starts to scale up beyond its original size that, you know, then maybe either you need to put in a different image there, a bigger image, or you need to break it into multiple columns or adjust it in some ways and just kind of rinse and repeat that of going through and just adjusting the design um, as it begins to break down in its fluid nature. And that will give you a basic responsive site. Um, and then you can start getting really clever with things like navigation that maybe as you scale down, just don't work no matter how much you mess mm -hmm. around with, you know, the, the kind of breakpoints. So then you all need to swap out for a different form of navigation or whatever. So that that's really why I think fundamentally, as Marcus just said, that that is why you should do it from the beginning, because it is a fundamental part of your building process now. Um, and, you know, it's just building on top of fluid, you know, we built fluid websites for years and and you know and all you're doing is taking that little step further by adding in media queries mm. um yes there are all kinds of advanced techniques you can start doing in terms of image replacement and you know and, and scaling your font sizes and all that kind of stuff but that is you know what media queries are your basic building blocks of of responsive design right i think that about covers that one yeah i feel like we've covered everything we're done so i have a joke this week okay that's good been sent to me by jelma borst well done paul <laughs> good slavic name i reckon <laughs> yeah, it could be, yes great right okay here we go a woman gets on the bus with her baby the driver says oh that's the ugliest baby i've ever seen the woman stalks off to the rear of the bus and sits down in disgust. She turns to the man next to her and says, That driver has just insulted me. The man says, That's disgraceful. You go and give him a telling off. I'll hold your monkey for you. <laughs> Thank you, Jelma. That's great. I like that. You got one? I have. Go on then. This You're is from Ian Lasky. We're getting, to, kind of, you know, getting lower every uh, week. Okay. Um, you you used up his but, good ones. But I really like this. No, he sent this through today, right. <laughs> about an hour ago. Um, which cheese, sorry, talk properly, Marcus, which cheese should you use to get a panda out of a tree? <laughs> um, no, no idea. Camembert. <laughs> Camembert. 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 That's terrible. <laughs> 
is so bad. But he knows the kind of jokes yeah, I like. he does. He does. I apologise to other people that have sent me jokes, but yours are all too far too highbrow for my liking. Perhaps you need or to send those ones before. to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is, I like two jokes that take... That's like the... There's another one. There's another cheese joke. Uh, uh, yeah. How, how, do you, how do you hide a little horse? Which cheese do you use to hide a little horse? Go on. Mascarpone. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty good. Come on, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? All right, so if you want to vote on which was the best joke this week, <laughs> you can do so at barrackwall.com forward slash season forward slash six and select episode 12. 12. Thank you very much for listening. We will turn again next week when you already know one of the people that's going to submit a question because we mentioned yeah. earlier do you want me to tell you what's going to be on next week's show it's really I weird i can't remember but it's go on, really then. cool being able to say that we're going yeah, to talk what's about next week's show? next week on boag world <laughs> we're going to talk about hiring subcontractors writing a good brief mm. and what to put in your resume i do remember that you had resume because didn't i say <laughs> resume you did say cv it. is what we say over here Yes. Curriculum vitae, because yes. that's how cool we are. We speak <laughs> Latin. Indeed. Shove that in your pipe and smoke it, Mr. American person that says resume. Do you think French people say resume as well? It must be a French word, so I'm is, guessing so. It does so. sound like a French word. It does the way I but say I it. I don't reckon they say it like that. Not resume. Resume. Probably not. Probably do. Anyway, thank you for listening, and join us again next week. Bye. Bye. The podcast for those involved in designing, developing, and running websites on a daily basis. Oh, my God.